Seeking the Wise Wise. With Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy. Covering self-development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Welcome to the Wise Wise Podcast, and at the time of recording, we are wishing you a very happy winter solstice. Yeah, so good to be here, and uh, thank you everyone for joining us, and looking forward to getting into a juicy topic today. So Alexander, um, what kind of uh, ceremony or ritual do you do to celebrate the winter solstice, if anything? Well, really, it's just... um kind of a releasing of any heaviness that's carried around. Like this morning, I had a nice uh, emotional release around sadness during my five levels um, practice, morning practice. And, uh, you know, it was nothing uh, specific, just that a lot of people go through a lot of sadness during these times when holidays come around. And um, and I'm just thankful that, you know, that's not necessarily my experience, but I was just holding people in my vision this morning. and. So it's really just uh, thinking about others and how these times can be very important to them. It can cause a lot of stress. It can cause a lot of heartbreak, um, especially around people that are having the first season of like not having somebody with them that's maybe passed. So it's really that's just kind of my ritual, if you will, is just holding those people in a beautiful light and um, holding compassion for them and my clients and and just celebrating everything that I'm grateful for and the people that I do have to support me and that are interested in what I have to share and that love me. And so that's kind of like a little ritual is just to, to be appreciative of what I do have and then recognize those that are struggling out there and caring compassion for them. Very nice. Yeah, usually I try to do, I, I guess it's called the Yule Log, where I take a, a log and I drill holes in it and I write down stuff I want to release and stick it in there and burn it out mm-hmm. in an open fire. But uh, I've just been so busy the last couple of years. Um, you know, last year I was moving at this time. I was selling the house. And this year, um, well, it, it, the summer solstice too, they they start sneaking up on you and you think you have like another week and then you don't. And I was, I was thinking like, I don't really participate or celebrate uh, many of these other holidays, but, you know, the summer and winter solstice are ones that I actually like resonate with. And, and, uh, here I am like not, you know, making time to really do that in the way that I want to. And, um, so I had that realization a couple of weeks ago where I really want to start making more of an effort around those things. So Mm -hmm. I guess it, you know, it comes down to what's important to you and what you resonate with, I guess. And, uh, I just need to put more attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. And not to, not to beat yourself or up or anybody else, you know, just always look at like move from this point moving forward. I'm just going to recognize that to put more attention or importance, I think, is a is an important part because, again, guilt and shame is our emotions and sadness are the emotions that are very prevalent during these times uh, around the holidays. And and we want to be aware of that. So anything we can do to balance that out, so to say. Uh, through supplementation, through uh, we suggest operating and exercising the five levels each and every day, the physical, the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and the spiritual or religious. Um, you know, and that's my morning ritual every morning to do that. It takes about 90 minutes and 
Um, it's just a big part of what's important to me. And, and that's what we, uh, we support is that anything that is important to you, you actually put something into action through structure and discipline. And then it, it is created, so to say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, this ties in really perfect with our topic for today, which is uh, discussing willpower and trust and how they can coexist within us, um, within our routines, within our, you know, our intentions, our, our goals. And this is something that uh, actually was brought up uh, in our 150th anniversary episode where you asked me, you know, what was maybe the, the biggest aha moment that I had. And it was understanding uh, the difference between these, these two and when to call upon each one. And how each one can kind of help you stand in your power. And, you know, we've discussed this a little bit in the past and it's kind of time to put some new shine on it and freshen it up a little bit and bring in some new energy to it. And, uh, you know, maybe cover some of the questions that other people have had uh, when we have discussed it in the past. Yes. And we want to, you know, we can start off with the understanding that it's connected to the third chakra or energy center. And that's the emotional solar plexus area. And that is the balance of that trust and willpower. And to see them, I like to see them in terms of equilibrium, to see that they're, they're constantly ebbing and flowing. And I like to think of them very similar as connected to the ocean, the way the ocean ebbs and flows. And when the high tide's in, it's not necessarily better or worse than the low tide. But see, people will have certain preferences depending on what they're doing recreationally, and then they can cast judgments on that. And it's very similar with whether we're operating out of trust or willpower. There's a necessity for both at certain points of our lives. And even within the, uh, one day, we should be oscillating between those two because they're both very useful, but they both have a toxic side like any other energy. So very similarly connected to our second pillar of polarity versus duality that stands for opposites have to exist. And when you come to that realization that opposites have to exist, see, then you don't have to have such a strong opinion one way or another because you may need to utilize that other view at a certain point in a certain conversation or uh, to relate to somebody and see if you make too stern of a choice one side, then our ego keeps us from being able to use the other side of that energy. And so hopefully we're going to expand the understanding of this energy center and everything that it's connected to and how to strengthen it. So correct me if I'm wrong here. So willpower and trust are a I don't know if you say opposing forces, but they're on the same plane. They're just at opposite ends, right? Yes, yes. That's a, that's a great way to explain it because like, say that we uh, are sitting in meditation and you get a, an inspiration or somebody's even just washing dishes or working on their car. It doesn't have to be meditation, but you get this inspiration or this thought comes in to call somebody that maybe you haven't talked to in a while. See, we're given free will of whether to act upon that initiation, that inspiration, that idea, whatever you want to call it. But see, in order to go 
call and contact that person, we need willpower to will that action to happen. So both are necessary to make the connection. And that's the light that I want to shine on this subject for everyone to make sure that they understand that both have a beauty, just like the divine masculine and the divine feminine. They're equally as beautiful and they equally have the opportunity to have lower vibrations of the masculine energy and lower vibrations of the feminine energy. And that's the way we want to look at these. They are different, but they don't have to be opposing differences. They can be balancing differences, so to say. And would you say within each, there's a, a high side and a low side. And when we are moving throughout our lives, utilizing each one, there are signs that we're almost like overusing one where we should be shifting into the, the, uh, the other one. And so can we like cover both of those and what like what a like healthy uh, working within willpower would look like and then what it would look like if it's, you know, gotten to a point where we probably should look at shifting it and then right. and then go into um, trust with that as well. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And with with that understanding, the way we're going to start is to see that. If you overtrust people that overtrust, they're the ones that don't ever seem to get anything going. They keep saying, oh, I'm waiting for a sign. And so they don't have any action involved. And then people that are over willful, see, they push through boundaries constantly and they create a lot of friction in their lives and they're really hard on relationships. And so, see, neither one of those is going to bring harmony by themselves. It'd be very similar, you know, an, a toxic way of trust would be that if, say, someone was washing dishes and they got the, the call or the pull or the inspiration to contact an old friend, and then they just go, well, I'm going to trust that if we're supposed to connect, they'll call me. And I, I've known a lot of people that choose to operate that way. There's not a judgment, but that's where I feel like that that call to action and to activate the willpower is probably ch more challenging for them. And this is where the teaching of, in the just philosophy of, if it's challenging for you to do, it's probably good for you. Uh, because we grow through resistance. We grow through moving through something that we resist and making it through the other side. And that is a feeling that, you know, I work with every morning because the very first step in my five levels practice each morning is the physical. And so I do a physical calisthenics workout. And I do that first because it's my least favorite. But I get the most reward out of that when we get done uh, with, with that level of the workout. Then I'm elated because I love the, the energetic of the vocal toning and the meditation and the emotional release and the, the spiritual side of it. That's the stuff that I just soak up so but after we get done with those four levels i'm not as elated or i don't have this rush that i do when i finish the physical so bringing that idea into uh, working that's the incentive to work with what's most challenging so that's the really the the gold key so to say is that if you kind of practice whatever you don't really want to do 
whether it's trust or willpower, that's normally going to be a high likelihood to balance out, balance out the energy and make you stronger. So we see many times when we don't want to stand up for ourselves because we're scared of the backlash or, or scared of um, confrontation, that's when we do need to step up. And if we're over willful and we're always correcting people and trying to prove people wrong and not taking no for an answer, so to say, that's going to create a lot of friction in your life. So, so hopefully the, the beginning of this podcast is starting to develop it to be this balanced view in equilibrium as to where you're constantly got both of them close to you and you see them both as useful assets. Just the key is how do I manage when to use one and when to use the other? And an over willful person, I like to suggest, you know, look at three times being uh, resistance coming to you. If you set a new intention and you start moving in a new direction, then be prepared for three obstacles to come into your uh, line of fire. And this is to test your willpower to see if you're serious about this new change. And so this is where you need to exercise will and see if it doesn't lighten up after the third obstacle. But if you haven't set a new intention and you're you're dealing with somebody at work and this is somebody that brings you frustration and you keep using your willpower to try to overpower them or outsmart them or to uh, get them back in some kind of way, then see, that's going to have high repercussions more than likely. So, so there are times when we want to, our emotions get involved and we want to push forward. And that's many times the toxic side of will where we need to back up, trust first that we need to get in a neutral state before we try to shift the energy. And this gets back into our three R's of recognize the person of situation, respect the person or the situation, which means to get emotionally neutral and then redirect the energy of the person or the situation. So I hope that that's bringing some clarity to how to navigate through the choices of this, uh, when to use trust and when to use willpower. Yeah. And when we are deciding which one to use, I mean, there's always a cost to everything, but there is almost more of a cost when we stay in one of those longer than when we should. So like you were saying, the over-willpowered person um, the more resistance they get, the more willpower they're going to give and they're going to be very forceful. And And when you are projecting that energy onto people, onto situations, you're going to get a lot of, of uh, backlash. And so that would be the cost. But also when you're in that like masculine energy and you're in the downside of it uh, because you're not getting your way, you're emotional, that also has a cost on your body as well. Um, so it is... Uh, it, it's almost a practice that like a pure practice within this philosophy, because you have to constantly stay in tune with your body, with the energies, with the feedback that you're getting from the universe, from people, from external sources, and then also feeling how it feels within you. I think this is the key that I was missing way back when was understanding that the direction of which one you go into is really dictated by your internal feeling, your your internal sensing. And 
there's no one cut answer for every situation like everybody wants there to be. Like I wanted there to be. I was just like, I, I couldn't understand what you were saying. I was just like, should I, you know, in this situation, should I willpower it or should I trust it? And and it's different for everybody and and for every situation and every uh single time of the day it, it it varies based on how you feel yes and and that is that paying attention to that internal like subtle energy field and i want to clear up something here about trust and where i'm coming from from the definition of trust most people when they think trust they think trust in another person and i'm suggesting trust in your life trust in the divine whatever you want to call that higher energy this is where I am talking about trust. So say you're at work and somebody's hearing this and they have a problem with their manager or their boss and they're sitting there saying, well, Alexander says that I'm just not supposed to say anything or do anything and I'm supposed to trust that that's just going to work out. That's not what I'm saying. What I am suggesting is that when you recognize that you have built up this friction in you, this resistance to something, then trust that that's not the time to take action. You are emotional. You're not seeing it clearly. You're seeing it through the emotional goggles. So the trust is in like trusting the first pillar that everything's in divine order, whether I understand it or not. My job is to stop the resistance toward this person, place, or thing. Accept it. And again, acceptance doesn't mean condoning or proving of. It merely means I'm not going to allow it to disrupt my energetic field. And when people go into situations in a neutral energetic field, they're much more successful than when they are overwilling it by being in their negative emotions and feeling stimulated by those negative emotions is what push, pushes people to get into arguments, even fights. So I'm talking about trust that right now is not the right time to take action. Let me go calm down and get back into a loving state, a neutral state, and then let me see what comes to me and how to, what's the next step to do towards helping my situation. So I'm just suggesting that the trust is around getting clear in what your next step is. And you're not clear when you're in those negative emotional states, even positive emotional states. You're not clear. So that's why, again, we're emotional beings. We were designed to go through emotions, but we were designed to process them. And that's what the just philosophy is really about. A big part of it is how to properly process your emotional traumas so that they're not always leading your decision-making through your reactions. So in the complete conversation, we'll get into how to understand within yourself which one, which direction you should go in in certain situations. Uh, but I did want to bring in one more thing because I feel like uh, so many people do this when dealing with trust. I know you said that when you're talking about trust, you are mostly talking about uh, trust in the divine, trust within yourself, trust that you're on your path. And if something takes you off that path or something takes you off the path that you thought that you should be on, then maybe that wasn't your path. And so it's trusting all that divine energy. Um, there's a lot of people who will 
put their trust in somebody and when that doesn't work out they will like burn that bridge and go in the exact opposite and say that's it i'm i'm never going to trust again and sure. so that is like a huge overcorrection there and you have to wonder was their trust even pure to begin with if they can have that overcorrection because they may not understand the trust energy but I feel like this is this is just something that many people do, and this is just uh, a trap because you're you're essentially ruining trust for yourself, and, and and out of out of spite for this external circumstance that didn't work out. So you're you're not like in the moment. I think the person thinks that they're setting a boundary, and it's against that person, but they're actually doing it against themselves because they're shutting down trust. Then, and then from there on, they're really only going to be in willpower. So then they're kind of losing that tool within their lives. Yes. And this is so extremely common and it makes a lot of very kind and beautiful people, uh, turn hard and turn, uh, resistant. And in the human design, we can point it out. It's, the the, the will center, the little triangle in the middle of the human design. And if that's white, those people are normally very challenged at setting boundaries. And so they have a lot of trust issues because people take advantage of them. So once again, we're going to break down in the complete conversation how to navigate that and stop from getting disappointed by people and learn to trust people when they say it in that moment, but accept that when they get out of your view, they're influenced by many people, many different views, many different emotions that they're going to go through. So uh, we're going to expand on that and much, much more in the complete conversation. So join us. All right. Appreciate you all joining us. See you on the other side. Thank you for listening to this free version of the Wise Wise podcast. To hear the complete conversation and go deeper into the application of the tools and techniques of the Just Philosophy head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations, including the complete episodes of our Inward Journey story series and our entire back catalog, and continue your self-development journey with us. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting thejustphilosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person, by phone, or Zoom. Uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation. Here you will gain information about your energetic makeup, personality, and your higher self, as well as navigating your way through your relationships. There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune vibrational sound therapy tables. These contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. 
you will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.